Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hold Up. I yeah. am one of your hosts. I'm Josh Johnson. I'm a writer Hello. on The Daily Show. But I'm joined by... How are you going to... Wait. No, 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 no. How are you going to interrupt the whole time? But then when I clearly tee you up, I, I so clearly teed up for you to say your name and what you do and that you're a co-host... This is where you want to take a pause. Because I was chewing. <laughs> Tell the people who you are. Hello. Oh, it is God. me, Dulce Sloan. They call me Spicy Calderon. <laughs> okay. So this show is... It, it, it's, it's normally... Oh, God. It's normally a back and forth, a debate... And sometimes an intense battle between two friends who are diametrically opposed in a lot of ways that don't matter to anyone but us. Yeah, think of Save the Last Dance and Josh's Julia Stiles. <laughs> like what? There's no amount of, of, of needless and random shots you won't take. What? Look, I don't even know what you mean. Live your dreams. <laughs> So today on the show, we're going to be talking about something that we're very passionate about, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something that in the world of bread, these are two juggernauts. I don't know how we landed on opposite sides of this, but it's fine. We'll, we'll make it through and we'll learn more about each other in the process. Today, we're talking about croissants versus bagels. Size, baby, it's this war. Ah! Go ahead and tell the people what side you landed on. I'm on croissants, like a good Christian would be. I'm on bagels, like a reasonable person. Right? <laughs> You're right. Some there's a lot of Christians that are giving us a bad name. <laughs> Very unreasonable. Not helping at all. They're not paying attention to the book. How, how'd you get here? How'd you get to this wayward place where you're on the side of croissant over bagel? One, we have to remember. Mm-hmm. As we learned in the last episode. Okay. I'm not really a bread person. Yeah. So I have the things that I like. And it usually comes to consistency. Mm-hmm. Texture. Okay. And depth. <laughs> All right. Because usually, if you see me with a piece of bread, I probably smushed it flat. Doesn't matter how flat it is, I'm going to make it flatter. 
I don't know why. Okay. When it comes to a croissant. Mm-hmm. One, layers. We've all seen British Baking Show. Okay? You got to do the laminations. Okay? You got to fold and fold and fold. You got to roll and fold. You got to tuck that butter in. Okay? okay? To get those crispy, flaky layers. Now, Americans, Pillsbury has given us the crescent roll because they try to act like we can't say croissant or croissant. But Ameri- and Pillsbury just went, just call it a crescent. We're not, gonna, we're not, we're losing this fight, right? All right. So I like the flakiness. I like the butteriness. I like the versatility of a croissant. Versatility. Why are your eyes getting big? What's wrong with you? Listen. Oh, no, no, no. I'm excited to hear how this is. I, I just want, I'm, I want you to finish. I'm excited to hear what you have to say next. You can do a croissant sweet, like a pan de chocolate, or you can do a croissant savory. Throw some ham and cheese on that beach. I love, one of my favorite breakfasts growing up was the croissant sandwich from Burger King. So my preference when it comes to breakfast breads, above all else, is croissant. Why are you laughing at me? Why are you laughing so hard? Are you saying that I should enjoy a croissant from Burger King? You bastard. Oh, why? Because you was a McMuffin nigga? Is that what it was? You know what? Now I know how you feel when I attack you. Because this laughter feels like a thousand daggers going into my heart. You are laughing me like somebody who's pronounced a fancy word incorrectly. Like I was sitting in a fine dining establishment and ordered a filet mignon. That's how you're laughing at me right now. Somebody who went into a five-star Michelin restaurant and was like, yo, can I get a bottle of your pennant noir? That's how you laughing at me. Like a redneck who just got lotto money and decided to go somewhere expensive. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you were not laughing at me like that from a Best Western hotel room. Okay, okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. No, no. Why are you laughing so hard? I didn't say anything to evoke this kind of reaction. Because your laugh sounds elitist. You just got money. <laughs> Is that, is that? Fuck you, Josh. (laughs) You've never laughed at me in my life like this. I have never felt this way. It's everything that you're saying. Because I initially laughed, but then you just kept, you kept doing jokes to my laugh. So then that kept being funny. So it's now, (laughs) I've laughed myself out of whatever I was laughing at. Because now you've laughed at three other things? Like nine other things. (laughs) Oh, God. No, keep going. Keep going for real. For real. I don't want to. Oh, 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 no, no, no. No, keep going. Keep going. I I will will reserve all judgment and all all reactions until you're completely done. I just enjoy a flaky pastry. And my favorite breakfast food 
was a croissant sandwich from Burger King with the little hash brown around. I like those. I just enjoy a croissant because I don't really mm-hmm. like, like, you know, I'm not a fan of toast. Mm-hmm. English muffins are fine. Mm-hmm. My grandma used to make those for us when we were kids. But it's like, it's one of those breakfast foods. It's like, okay, this isn't going to be super fucking dry. Yeah. I can put cream cheese on this. I can put jelly on this. It was also just kind of like sometimes it was like a treat. Mm-hmm. Like my mom used to buy, there was one summer, her and my aunt Bibbit found some place. I don't know. They would always find these like discount, like a discount store or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like discount. I just kind of call it like a dented can store. But it was next door to the bread house. And like, okay, for those that don't know, they had bread houses in Louisiana, right? I, I guess so. It, it's a, so is it, when you say a bread house, do you mean like a bakery or what? what do it you was mean? like a bread outlet almost. So like Intamins used to have like an outlet. Like, you know, the people that do like the coffee cake and donuts and shit. Yeah. They yeah. would have their own kind of like outlet store. I feel like there was one of those, but I. I... And I, it's like, it's not around anymore. Yeah. But like you could get like my mom used to come home with the fucking loaf of bread that I promise you was like a foot and a half long. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck's going to eat all this bread? So she would have to freeze it. Otherwise, it would just go bad. Yeah. She came home one time with like a five pound bag of chicken nuggets. But they were like the high quality chicken nuggets because they weren't pre-cooked. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, you really had to put them in, like, don't fuck around with these. These are not cooked. Yeah. And then uh, she had a bag of, like, frozen fresh croissants. Like, basically, it was, like, the dough. And they had, like, the instructions for, like, how to do your own egg wash and all this other stuff. And so it was just one summer. Me and my brother were just, you know, every couple of days. Well, he's, he probably had it almost every day. I didn't. But because by the time we knew how to cook. But it was grab a couple of frozen croissants, put them in the oven for a little bit, take them out, do an egg wash. So then there was the fucking uh, high quality chicken nuggies, mm-hmm. and that was either breakfast or lunch or a snack or whatever. So it's like I kind of fell in love with croissants like on a summer vacation because it's basically what you know that was my snack every day. Yeah, that when makes I was sense. like in like I think it was like eighth grade in between eighth grade ninth grade or some shit like that. So let's let's take a step back for a second then, because what I what I cannot do is sit here and act like. I also don't enjoy a croissant. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm not gonna this is not like in past discussions where we have liked something that the other person found absolutely disgusting. Yes. This this is the thing. Croissants, yes, flaky. Yes, um when buttery. done right, buttery. And when done right and broken apart, you can truly see the the layers. And you can eat it in sections. That, yes, me, I like that's that. The, yeah, to me, that's like apart. the mark of a perfectly baked mm-hmm. croissant. Yes. The reason that I think that bagels are superior. You use that word a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that bagels edge it out over croissants is because. You've you been brainwashed up, by New York. Go ahead. Wow. You brought up mm. the the structure, mm. versatility, and the 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 way in which it can it can perform as a sandwich and to that i say that bagels mm. are always going to edge out over croissants because croissants a lot of them are too flimsy a lot of them are too flaky that they don't have the structural integrity to uphold the meats and cheeses that we want to use to make them a sandwich 
But what you have to remember is if you're using a bagel mm-hmm. as the buns, your bread of a sandwich, yeah. there's a hole in the middle. Okay. So you're gonna you're not gonna get that 360 pressure, okay? You're gonna push, things are gonna shoot out the sides. You're not gonna have the overall. It's See, that also that's a big bite. Like with a bagel, mm-hmm. it's I'm not a fucking copperhead. Why am I unhinging my jaw? Oh, then you're doing it wrong because you have to get the bagel toasted and pressed. All right. That, See, that but is if I order a bagel bagel order. Wait, what do you mean pressed? So when they toast them, there there's two ways to toast a bagel. You can either pop it in the toaster and get a little toasty on either side and then put your jam or put your, you know, butter or whatever. Okay. Or you or, can have the whole thing pressed so it's a little bit flatter. So now you're not biting more than the consistency of a sandwich. You're not you're not biting over the level. You're not trying to bite a whole wall when right. you try to bite into the bagel. Okay, here's my other question. Yeah. I'll see people. They'll get a bagel, mm-hmm. cut it in half, mm-hmm. and then start pulling the bread out of the bagel. Okay, so What's that called? I, I don't know what that's called. I've seen some people do it. I don't do that because I actually want my bagel. That's right. that's someone who is living a, a half in, half out lifestyle. Okay. That's someone, Or someone that doesn't want to acknowledge just eat the bagel. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't get that. Cutting it in half and then ripping out the parts and then putting stuff in or just eating it after you've ripped out the actual bread. Because it sounds like you just want the skin of a bagel. That's someone, yeah, and skin of a bagel sounds like a serial killer. Um, Ooh, you could make the most New York mystery ever. But to you me, you have a killer just coming out wearing your fucking bagel skin. So <laughs> <laughs> the bagel skin killer. Yes, where they just find out there's people that do that, and then they just take it, and then they have a whole like leather face fucking mask. Mm. Of just different types of bagels they've sewn together. <laughs> and you know he came. Because at the scene of every murder is the seasoning from a everything bagel. There's just sesame seeds all There's over the place. There's just sesame seeds all over the place. Just poppy seeds. Poppy sleeping. seeds everywhere. Oh, fucking nonsense. Benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to super fans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Just the New York nonsense around a fucking bagel is just exhausting. Like the way people are just so pressed about like a New York style bagel and this and I'm just like, it's it's hot bread. I don't want to. I'm tired of these things. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, you know, our bagels are the best. Yeah, but your infrastructure is crumbling. Who gives a fuck? You own nothing. You don't own a motherfucking thing in your life. You're 50 years old. You don't own anything. And you're arguing with me about a bagel. You need to get your life choices better together. 
I don't understand it. I don't understand the mystique or any of it. It's, I don't get it. It's like the way people talk about pizza. It's like, oh, New York style pizza. Who gives a fucking fuck? It's hot bread with sauce on it. I don't, I just, I don't get it. This is what I'll say about the the New York thing is not part of my argument because to me, the New York bagel is part of the bagel, you know, folklore, but it's not why I love bagels. So geography, because like, do they actually taste different? They that that actually is a real thing. Depending on the water and depending on the the way that someone makes it, will make it taste different. Which is why sometimes people get in a uproar that are from New York when they have other bagels. But I guess the thing can be said about like anything. It's like okay, this beef was grass fed, and you know this beef ate you know yeah. insulation. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, it can be said about anything. I and I will even go this far. It's not as noticeable to me when I'm having a bagel from New York versus a bagel from somewhere else that I'm like, I, I'm not, it's not ingrained in my taste buds. Oh, I'm having a New York bagel right now versus anywhere else. I think that for me, it's, it's bagels have a better structural hold for sandwiches than croissants do to me because but I, I, I think that having bacon, egg and cheese on something a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant is falling apart quickly, especially if it's a croissant that's cooked well, if it's not one of these doughy fake croissants. I have had a bad croissant, and I've had a bad bagel, and I've been more pissed about a bad croissant <laughs> than I've ever been about a bad bagel. Just mad. Now, was where'd you get this? Because I've had recently had three bad croissants in three different places. No, no, two of them were my fault. Okay. Two of them were were truly on me. Because one, I got in an airport, mm. and and that's the one where I had it where it was bad. Yeah, airport. Yeah, croissant. and and the thing is, the crazy thing about airport croissants is that they're either. No matter what you do, you you're, they're going to be bad because they're either bad because the little bakery that the airport has isn't a real bakery, right? Or because they're prepackaged croissants and they're super fucking dry. Yeah, yeah. So, in my opinion, when I've had prepackaged bagels, I still got the same bagel texture and hold for my sandwich that I needed. I'll say the only bagel that I've ever truly enjoyed have been from Panera Bread. <laughs> only because i haven't eaten a lot i don't eat bagels on a regular basis i think for me again it's a texture thing it's it's too much bread like usually when i get a bagel i only want half a bagel i've yeah. never eaten a whole bagel and been like yes 90 percent of the time if i'm eating a bagel it's because i need to eat something okay so do you think that if someone gave you that now, now I want to, I'm trying to make this as fair as possible because I understand what you're saying about too much bread. Cause I've also had times in my life where I had a bagel that I couldn't finish. If you had a bagel cut in half, toasted with the butter on it, does that change? Like, so we're splitting a bag. You and I are splitting one bagel right now. We each got half. We each got mm -hmm. toasted. We each got it buttered. Mm -hmm. Does that change your opinion on bagels at all? Where's the rest of the stuff? When you say the rest of the stuff, I'm, I was just making it a buttered bagel because you talked about a buttered croissant. Fuck that. No. I need more from a bagel. If I'm eating a bagel, there has to be cream cheese or peanut butter. Has to be. 
I will not eat a bagel if there's no cream cheese or peanut butter. I won't do it. Cut a bagel in half. Put it in a toaster for a little bit. Then put some butter on it. Put it back in the toaster. Mm-hmm. That's a toasty. And then I'm going to put on some cream cheese and some jelly and a little pepper. Strawberry jelly specifically. Or I'm going to do peanut butter. And if I'm doing peanut butter, I might do a little honey with it. I might not. But the wildest that you're going to hate this. Oh, people are going to hate this. So say this is my bagel, right? Yeah. I took the bagel and then I cut it the length way. So you you know how you cut a bagel open? Bam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, so I got it. So I cut it. Watch Josh. Bam. Then I was like, man, I kept smushing and smushing and smushing this bagel and it wouldn't get flat. So then I had to cut it in half again. So then I had like four slices. <laughs> Your face is wild. That just reminded me. I need to check on my Tamagotchi. I think it's dead. Um. So. <laughs> and what did you want out of this? <laughs> At one point, I was like, I got too much bagel now. But I had too much bagel to start with, which is why I cut it up in so many pieces. And then those middle pieces that were just, you know, I put those in the toaster. And then the heels, I ate them, but I didn't want to. Oh, my God. Well, it it took me all day to eat this bagel because I didn't want to waste it. But you just wanted to mutilate it. Not honestly, it put me in the mind of like bagel chips, because you know when you have a bagel chip and you have like the whole middle, it's just like the middle of a bagel. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I had. Okay. I really enjoyed it because it got very crispy, and then I put my cream cheese on it. It was nice. So if anyone out there is listening, there's definitely a market for. A quarter of the sized bagels. If they That's why mini bagels, I love mini bagels. Yeah, mini bagels. And then I, I here's the thing I will throw out there for a second. Croissants have a very short, especially the ones that are made right, they have a very short shelf life. You got to eat them when you get them. Yeah. You got to eat them when you get them. Bagels, not so much. But there's something in bagels, I think maybe because of the butter content of a bagel. And maybe it's because of like the fact that they're boiled in like a, I think they're boiled in like a baking soda solution to get like the outside, to get mm-hmm. that skin on it. And then they bake them. There's not a lot of butter in a bake. There's a bunch of butter in a croissant. And I think that's what shortens the shelf life of it. And we're but, just speaking to longevity right here. Bagels got that longevity. So if you don't, let's say you are in a situation where you're like, I can only eat half this bagel right now. The other half will be waiting for you when you get back. But it's never good once you cut it. Once you break the seal on a bagel. I disagree, though. I feel Mm -hmm. like it depends on what side you eat. Mm. Mm. (laughs) What? Once you break a seal on a bagel, then it's not getting all stale and stuff. It's not a glad bag. (laughs) Break the seal on the bagel. Once you slice it open, like the half life starts kicking in. But like, I love. Oh man, like you know, you ever gotten like the big thing of croissants from like a Kroger's? Yeah. 
That's exactly what I'm talking about. You can't do that with croissants. Oh, them shits last though. Them big ones that come from the Kroger's. The big, wait, the big croissants that come from the Kroger last. In the big container, the one that's in like in, a, in like the cake bin. Them last now. How long do you need a bagel to last? I'm just saying throughout the week. Okay, so I will buy I, mm-hmm. maybe five in that little packet, that little packet bag of five, and then have one every day. And by the fifth day, that fifth one is still good because the the actual ex- expiration date on it is for like two weeks. Here's the thing: I could never eat a bagel one day after the other. I one bagel in a week, maybe two, but day after day after day of a bagel. Nah. Look, let me tell you what kept me filled when I didn't have money in the bank. All right. Listen, these are just I, I hear you. No, I'm I'm just saying I enjoyed it though. It wasn't some like, oh, I'm struggling thing. I was like, man, I get a bagel every day. It's not, but you prefaced it with the struggle. I know, but I'm saying I only even thought to do it because I was like, oh, this is cheap and it's good. So you just learned to buy groceries? I mean, this was like right out of college, so yeah. Hmm. I guess I always had like, I don't know. I always had like decent jobs. I don't know. What I'm saying is that a bagel every day is too much for me. One thing I can say is this has been one of the tamest conversations that we've had. <laughs> but I just because I think you that- have been really coming for my neck. <laughs> Because you really are like, I'm in this to win it. I am superior. My thing is a superior race. So I'm just trying to like, man, I'm so glad that Josh is just taking it easy. Because you were being aggressive. Which I'm so glad to see. Uh, Aggressive Josh is one of my favorite Joshes. But you you have not swayed me on the bagel. I can't believe I haven't. I I, I feel all like you at said every was turn. All you said you could mush it flat. I gave you texture. I gave you flavor. Mm-hmm. And you just said it's a good meal for poor people. That's what you said. Okay, look. If you want to talk about texture, yeah, re- you really want to get into texture. There are so many flavors of bagel that will give you everything you will ever need from texture and bread and flavor. So you're saying that the texture changed based on the flavor of the bagel? Mm-hmm. It depends. Some of them do. Like, I so, think I've never had a problem biting into a cinnamon raisin bagel in the same way that sometimes an everything bagel can be a bit tough. And I think it's because in the preparation for making a cinnamon raisin bagel, they're like, a lot of people aren't going to be ba- be making bacon, egg, and cheeses with these. So we can chill. We can just let people cut it in half and spread some jam on it and go to work. So you're saying that a cinnamon bagel, because it's not going to put through the rigors, the work, it's not going to be called into active duty to become a sausage, egg, and cheese, a bacon, egg, and cheese, a lox and cream cheese situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It can be more dainty, more delicate, because it's not going to be called... To withstand being a sandwich. While these other flavors, like a plain bagel, knows that he's in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
You know who's not calling to be in the trenches? Who? A croissant. No one is asking a croissant to live like that. You understand? Look, look, a croissant's no, always living no. a light oh. lifestyle. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. I made Josh cuss. I made Josh cuss. Dun, dun, dun. I'm telling you right now <laughs> that what a croissant can't do is anything but lay there and be buttery and flaky. All right. When you try to make wow, a sandwich. Wow. Are you saying that a croissant is a pillow princess? Is that what you're saying a croissant 100%. is? hundred percent. I'm saying it lays Fuck there like a starfish and it doesn't no. put in any work. No. Yeah. Yep. How dare you? You brought How? this out. Uh-huh. You, you don't uh-huh. know. You asked for this because this is the thing. I, I let it go before when you were like, oh, when you make a sandwich out of a bagel, there's a hole in the middle. Can, let me tell you something right now. The shape of a croissant means that a whole bunch of lettuces, a whole bunch of arugulas, a whole <laughs> bunch of hams are going to be getting missed by That's some bread. That's because you're not getting the right size croissant. I have had croissants because you can make a croissant flat. If you're dealing with the croissant, you ever because the thing is, there's those long croissants, Right. And then there's the one that they make more squat, right? They make it more round because they know all they're doing is turning these croissants into sandwiches, okay? Mm-hmm. There are certain croissants, just like there's certain bagels that have different, you know, they're doing a different thing based on the flavorings, a croissant based on what it's doing. Mm-hmm. You can make a ham and trees croissant. While the croissant is in the process of becoming a croissant. So you can integrate the ham and the, upon the chocolate is because you put a chocolate bar inside of a croissant and you put and you change the shape of it. Right. Okay. So now it's baked in. All right. That's something that's something different than slicing a croissant open and swipe and you know, swiping a teller on it, bitch. When you're making a croissant and you put the ham and cheese while it's in the process when it's a wee girl, okay? When it's step one at the bakery and they sitting up folding and laminating and making them layers and you throw the ham and cheese in like that, boom. You've never had a ham and cheese bagel where ham and cheese is part of the bagel from day one? Okay. No one's putting fillings in bagels. You put shit on top of bagels all day. I, I get, I, yeah, but wait, what? Yeah. This is my thing. This is this is where I'm asking, where I maybe got lost. I'm saying that if we're talking about these two things as sandwiches, mm-hmm. usually a bagel will cover more ground than a croissant because and of the I'm shape saying of the depending croissant. on the shape of the croissant, yeah, you're going to get different outcomes. But that's what I've watched though. When you go to Starbucks, when you go to some of these bakeries that have the little display sandwich, mm-hmm. and they have a like almost completely a, a rectangular or square cut of meat, but they have the triangle croissant. In my head, I'm like, why would anybody want that? You have to then fold it yourself into itself just to eat it like a sandwich. I, under, I hear you what you're to, saying. Yeah, when you try to put a square into a triangle, you're going to have two flaps of meat that are just waving. But it's just like when you get a, a bagel sandwich and lettuces and you've got square cheese on a round bagel. You got square meats on a round bagel. You got lettuce shapes on a round bagel. Stuff hangs out on a on a bagel sandwich too. Not as much though. Listen, you're not fucking with the right kind of croissants, baby. 
Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I love a chicken salad on a croissant. Mm-hmm. Like a chicken salad sandwich on a croissant. That sounds like too much for me. Uh, I mean, you love spaghetti, so of course it is. What I'm saying is that <laughs> use a simple man, Joshua. <laughs> While I, on the other hand, enjoy a decadent, opulent life. Well, look. Of croissants, lasagna, (laughs) and vanilla ice cream. You sound insane at the moment. Listen, when don't I? Okay. Well, that's why you're friends with me. Because I say wild things. If I was as logical as you, this would not be any fun. Sure, but I'm saying... (laughs) If I made as much sense as you did all the time, you wouldn't like that. I, I think this is what I think. This this is what I, I think is happening right now. Is Because you're you losing. Like, Go ahead. No, 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 no. Trust me. Trust me. I'm still <laughs> with it. You're not doing as well as you think, you know. Listen, I don't think I'm doing bad. Oof. Oof. Listen, I don't think I'm doing. I, it doesn't matter how well I'm doing. I don't think I'm doing bad. Mm-hmm. Well. I think that you have mistaken mm-hmm. the poor knockoffs of croissants. You're whoa, conflating whoa, them whoa. with the actual croissants because with bagels, there's there's a level of uniformity where I know a I'm circle? not eating a fake bagel. Okay, these crescent rolls, these Burger King sandwich croissant cheese like Sa- abominations. I'm gonna I'm stop you right things, there. I'm gonna mm, stop you right there. Mm. Do I eat crescent rolls? No, because I know it's American foolishness, okay? Mm-hmm. I've never made them. I've mm-hmm. never tried to make them. Unless somebody's making pigs in a blanket, I'm not eating a crescent roll. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get your real bakery, fluffy croissant. Okay. But croissants do come in different shapes. But I will not sit here and let mm-hmm. you slander the Burger King croissant. Because that, that right there, that's a sturdy... Thick ass croissant that's holding up to sausage, egg, and cheese, and ba- it's not a thin, flimsy croissant. It's the thickest croissant I've ever laid my good American eyes on. It's a that's, fake croissant. No, it's a Brazilian butt lift of croissants. Whoa, right? whoa! See, you say you can't say I say wild shit because I'm gonna tell you this: the number of times I've had bagels and thought I was eating wax. Okay. <laughs> 
The number of times I went to cut into a bagel and it pushed back at a knife and said, no, thank you. Mm-mm. Mm. One of the hard, I'm telling you, the number of offices that I have worked at, there's never a time in your life to make you rethink your decisions when you were trying to cut a military grade fucking bagel with a plastic kitchen knife out of a break room. There is nothing to make you rethink your decisions. Like trying to cut one of these WWE Hulkamania fucking Chris- fucking rainy bagels with a plastic. Have you ever tried to cut a bagel with a plastic fork and realized you was cutting for too long with a plastic no. knife? No, with a I bagel. Don't do that. I and don't, that's what I don't I'm saying. Bring plastic knives to real knife fights. All right. Oh no and no no then no no. Blame no. the bagel. Hold on, hold on. I don't bring plastic knives because the knife in my purse is metal. I'm talking about the knife in the break room. That's but just because you were you, because you weren't adequately set up for success, you can't then blame the bagel. Bread should be able to be cut by serration. Okay, if you out here with these industrial bagels, then you need industrial equipment. I, I should have been given. But you can't blame the bagel. But the bagel was wrong. Okay, you got this fake ass. The bagel no. being himself. All right, you over wait, here trying wait, wait, to change wait. the bagel. Okay, you ha, over here I, trying to. Hey, why can't you be like this? Why, why can't, can't you be, you be a real like bagel croissant? You out here being cheap. It's obviously that your yeast cheap. Your flour reused. Okay, bagel out here <laughs> looking like it was reconstituted. All right, fucking freeze dried bagel. No. I have gone toe-to-toe with a bagel and I don't want to do it again. The crumbling, okay? Dust everywhere. You go to bite down, huh? You go, ah. Open your mouth back up. Don't put me in there. The number of times I had a bagel so dry. Ain't enough cream cheese on this good world. On this soon-to-be-doomed planet for some of these bagels out here. Don't you act like all these bagels are good and they are created equal. Don't you do that. Don't you dare do that. Rude. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to kick it over to the listeners. That's what's going to happen. Because this is truly, truly an impasse. An impasse because it's like all we can do is sling insults. And that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is take a nap. So what's not going to happen is you to continue. There's no fake croissants. Right. In the same way that I don't think that there's fake bagels. I don't think that there's fake baked goods. Now, do I feel like they are made at different qualities? Yes. Like everything, you know, sometimes you're out here fucking with the best. Sometimes you got an offshoot. All right. Sometimes you're having fine dining experiences and sometimes you're in a drive through. It is what it is. But we have to say. That we have our preferences and yours are usually wrong. Wow. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd sneak it in. Listen, I you knew, started I knew it. You'd take, I you knew you'd take the it. last opportunity. <laughs> you'd be completely reasonable. And then at the last second, you would slap the books out of my hand. <laughs> Yo, there is nothing funnier than slapping the books out of somebody's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. 
it's very funny because when you get the book slapped out of your hand, the first thing you do is look down between your open arms at the books. <laughs> and that is funny. Now, listen, in your life, have you had the book slapped out more or have you slapped more books? <laughs> look at who you're talking to. Why would you even ask me that? Because I want to know what the answer was. Because I want to know that I was accurate. But I can say that I'm a strong 50-50 for book slapping and book slapped out of hand. But I can say it's always been in jest. So yeah, listen, I did what I always do. I showed you that I'm a reasonable person who can agree with opinions that are stated as facts when you are always going to say that I live a wild and chaotic life because I like the things that I like. So I can say that you are out of your damn mind. Wrong, 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 wrong. You eating the bagels like sucking on a sweater. We're fully aware of this. What are you saying right now? So we're going to throw it to the listeners. <laughs> way more on this than you do. I tried so hard this episode to really find some common ground. We I did. Tried to, I tried to offer up nuanced takes and opinions. And Why still, are you talking like that? Put the bass back in your voice. Still, but, and still. What? To the last. What you mean? You come for me. What? And you attack the things I love. And you Listen. put them down in a way that is that is that that that, that that's like cartoonish in, the, in yes. the way that you come. It's not like sucking on a sweater at all. Yes. <laughs> nope, not like, like a, that. Like a cat making biscuits. Not like that either. It is a delicious. Treat. Nope. It's a way to mm. start your day. It's, it's a, a way, way to, to have your a sandwich. Day. All right. Just get sliced bread. Why you in here putting earmuffs on meat and cheese? Fucking insane. So we just want to say thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate you and we hope that you have a great time hearing our chat back and forth about this thing that one of us is very passionate about and one of us is very wrong about. Okay. Who's, um, who's passionate? This is never going to be a safe space to express my opinion because Josh starts out by saying that his position is superior at the beginning of every single episode. This is the 1,483rd episode of this podcast. And Josh Johnson, every single time, talks about how his position is superior. Listen, I did not sit up and do 8,000 episodes of this podcast to be treated this way. Okay, we've been recording this podcast since 1976. I do not understand why I have been subjected to such treatment. Everything just, that you have said is demonstrably 
false. Like I, I can't even I can't even be okay, first of all, I opened up the episode by saying I can't hate on croissants. I can't act like you I didn't, didn't love You a did. Croissant. You said you can't hate on it and then called yours superior. I said I said it edges it out. <sighs> Listen, it's okay. It, you you tell me it's okay. <laughs> After everything this episode, you're going to sit here and be like, this is okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> By the end of every episode, I feel like a crazy person because you've taken me to a place that I had no intention of going. But this is actually the most docile one we've had. Sure. In a long time because the uh-huh. last one you were spaghetti versus lasagna, you didn't know what to do with yourself. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Have a great rest of the day and a wonderful weekend. Looney Tunes! Now you're just saying things like (laughs) like they have no context. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.